Welcome to the Second Course Podcast, a production of Coppell Bible Fellowship. Every week we discuss our sermon series to expand on what God is teaching us. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Second Course Podcast, a podcast of Coppell Bible Fellowship. My name is Nathan. I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm joined today by Barkef and Michael. And guess what? It is Easter week. Yes, it is. It is yes, Easter it is. week, the best week of the year. Amen. Um, heading towards the best day of the, of the year, right. Easter morning, man. It's going to be excited. We're excited here. How are you guys doing? Man, there's a lot to do this week. There is a lot to do this <laughs> we're week. We're doing good. So we're doing good. We are doing it's Monday. Right. It's, we're we're going to make it, I think. It's a great week. Yeah, That's everybody always week. asks that. They go, how's Easter for you? And I just kind of glaze over. Right, right. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's a wonderful celebration, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But uh, you over. know, um, we are we're looking forward to just spending it with uh, everybody here at the congregation. Mm-hmm. So we got so many things happening. Mm-hmm. Check our website because you know there's a lot to Friday, take Saturday, part in. Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, on. we got stuff to participate in. But that is not why we are here today on this podcast. We are here today on this podcast because. We are, I would say, wrapping up. We ra- we we, we are going to talk about how we wrapped up. We are going to talk First about Peter. how mm-hmm. we wrapped up First Absolutely. Peter because it was uh, that's what this last Sunday was. Uh, and yep, if you yep. weren't there, you missed out. But make sure you check it out online because it was a great service. So, Barkef, <laughs> why don't you get us rolling with uh, an overview and we'll get into it? You bet. So we're ending 1 Peter. This is the last section of that wonderful letter. We're in chapter 5, verses 8 through 14. And uh, Peter actually says that in just a few words, he kind of gives us an encouragement about the true grace of God. And in, uh, in the process, he steps in first and foremost with one final warning about those who have been suffering, and that is that we have a very real enemy in uh, Satan, the evil one, the devil, if you will. And we talked about the fact that uh, he wants us to be warned, he wants us to be ready, and he wants us to be thankful. And he really lays out for us the reality that although even today the average believer probably questions whether or not that's a real individual or not, but uh, Peter makes it very clear absolutely that Satan is real and his every desire is to distract, to deceive uh, to disrupt believers both individually and corporately, and therefore Peter's reminding us, listen, we have a real enemy, and you need to be ready, and you need to be willing to stand firm against his lies and deception, particularly as it involves not only you personally, but the body of Christ. And so we rehearsed that together and saw what Peter had to say for to us, and then uh, he does a wonderful job of wrapping up with encouraging us to be thankful that even after we've suffered for a little while here, that God himself will see to it that we are restored, that we are matured, that we are strengthened and established in reality. And so uh, it was really encouraging. Uh, I'm sure for some it was a little uh, stark reminder, but I think uh, overall everybody was very encouraged by it. Awesome. I definitely was. And, yeah. and like you said at the end there, <laughs> to me, I kind of I know this verse, but it kind of came out humorous when you – maybe the way you said it, I don't think you're trying to convey it, but when you said – yeah, you suffer for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like you just was like, oh, just a little bit mm-hmm. of suffering mm-hmm. here on this earth. But right, it was right. because in this, in light of the fact, it's all worth it, right? Yeah. Um, because of what you just said, the way the Lord's gonna, the outcome He has planned for you. But I never thought about it like that because mm-hmm. I think our mind, which you talked about the mind a lot, um, and how the devil gets in there. But our mind plays these tricks, and and we think this is 
uh, this is so, how can I get past today? How can right. I pass this moment? Right. But then at the end of it, you're like, yeah, and so you just suffer for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I can suffer for a little while. You know, <laughs> right, I, I right, can do this. Right. I can make it through it. I'll be all right. So I thought at the end of it, it was a humorous. I don't know if anyone else took that from it, but I was just like, thank you, Lord, for that. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm the guy that I'm all in, all out. So if something's going on, I'm like, man, I got to get to How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And yeah. then, oh, oh, man, tomorrow, another day, another problem, right? Right. But I'm like, no, I was just suffering a little while. It's just a different mindset, a different thing. So I, I love the way you said it, and I don't think you were trying to, but man, I meant to say that yesterday too. But no, it was very encouraging all around. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I always, uh, I, I really appreciated the fact that we, you know, this emphasis of this enemy, you know, it's not necessarily a full force blunt attack on mm-hmm. us. He's crafty, mm-hmm. and right. it's the sneaky stuff. Mm-hmm. It's right. the stuff that we wouldn't even necessarily focus on um, mm-hmm. that is his greatest tool for uh, mm-hmm. against us and uh you know you had the c.s lewis quote of the uh you know either um uh, being overly uh obsessive about mm-hmm. it seeing a devil under every corner or not believing and it's kind of like you know what it's it's in between there mm-hmm. uh i think in that i have to be on guard even the most subtle things because personally i've never had a uh, you know a, a full frontal attack like that but i can tell you where he was speaking into my head and, mm-hmm. and we even talked about that last week you know something right. we talked about mm-hmm. is uh him you know you know saying putting those thoughts in your head that you're not worth anything or even the stuff that <laughs> cracked me up when you said how did where did that come from because exactly. i have legitimately <laughs> said that out loud we all right. chuckled we yeah. all were like oh, been oh there, wow that? where did that come from and it's like well you couples. know where it came from yeah, exactly <laughs> all those new exactly. married, married couples are like what are they talking about right now? <laughs> yeah. it's coming yeah, yeah i guess so well, there's that day <clears throat> no there but even just day. even just the the picture that's painted with thinking of mm-hmm. the enemy prowling Yep. Right. The verbiage there. You're like, yeah, no doubt. I mean, you go to the zoo and you watch big cats and they just seem to, you know, lounge around. But when it's time to eat or you watch a National Geographic, man, they are low. They don't mm-hmm. want to be seen. They're yeah. sneaky, sly. And so it's just a perfect picture Peter's painting. Well, and you you mentioned the Maneaters of Savo, which is the right. Ghost in the Darkness mm-hmm. uh, film. And one of the things that I thought was a great illustration of that is those lions were able to walk into the midst of... 20 or 30 people and silently <laughs> right. take one person down and it didn't have to be a big a big deal they could do it quietly mm-hmm. and in one person but then that that ripple effect of that mm-hmm. uh, the fear that comes with that and the anxiety mm-hmm. you know i thought you know there's many times where if we see someone who you know falls to the enemy's attack what is the impact that has on the people around across them? the board across the, the, the board. ripple effect absolutely the, yeah. absolutely that's true well, yeah, and we, we talked about the fact that uh, we can reference both James and Paul uh, in Ephesians, and in Ephesians 6, he talks about that, that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but about mm-hmm. spiritual forces of, of mm-hmm. wickedness during these dark days that we live in in the fallen world. And, and then he lays out the armor of God that, with which we can stand mm-hmm. firm against mm-hmm. the evil one. And against it, first and foremost, we, we're to walk in the strength that God provides and not mm-hmm. to do it on our own. He makes that highlights that very quickly. But then when he, when he lays out the armor, the first thing he brings up is the belt of truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the greatest tool in the enemy's quiver, if you will, is those lies, those fiery darts that he sends our way. Mm-hmm. And, there, you know, we know that the evil one can't, or his cohorts, cannot read our minds, mm-hmm. but this can certainly observe us enough to know where we're going and yep. what we're doing, what our temptations are. And we do know that he can 
shoot into our minds thoughts, as we've discussed mm-hmm. just now, mm-hmm. that really aren't our own. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, obvious proof of that simply with Peter's experience, yeah. that Peter actually uh, is congratulated by Jesus, first and foremost, for identifying him correctly when Jesus asked him, who do you say that I am? Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father, to which Jesus then begins to describe what his assignment is from mm-hmm. heavenly Father to go to the cross and then Peter, in just a few minutes, turns around and corrects Jesus and says, "You're not going to. I'm not going to allow this to happen." To which Jesus flips around to him and says, "Get thee behind me, Satan!" Meaning mm-hmm. that Peter received a fiery dart in his head. Oh, don't let him go there! Yeah. And then speaks it out, and immediately Jesus recognizes. Look, that's one of those fiery darts from the evil one. You're allowing him to use your mouth right now, Peter, mm-hmm. and that's not an option. Yeah. Uh, so we see that example in Scripture, and then we know how often do we have thoughts, uh, anger, thoughts, or, or something, uh, a thought that makes us hold on to be really vitriolic towards mm-hmm. someone that we're in disagreement with, when in Peter's already mentioned that's just exactly the opposite of what God would mm-hmm. have us do by the power of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. that we would bless others even as they're reviling us. Mm-hmm. And so we discuss that, and and we discuss the fact that the average counselor makes his or her living off of helping people who are stuck on a moment in their lives that they have held on to, mm-hmm. help them discover what that moment was and learn how to let go of that. Yeah. And yeah. Paul says in Ephesians, listen, don't let the sun go down on your anger, thereby giving the evil one a foothold mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we step in and say, okay, Peter's warning us, James has warned us, Paul has warned (laughs) us. We have a very real enemy, and we need to be aware of that. So those moments when we find ourselves uh, angrily out of control, especially with a fellow believer, let Mm -hmm. alone anyone, that we need to recognize, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. somebody's throwing Mm -hmm. wood on that fire, and it might not be you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you were saying that yesterday, I was thinking of Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after sin enters the world and, and the Lord's looking for them as if he didn't mm-hmm. know where they were, and he comes upon them and, and they, he says, where were you? <laughs> yeah, Adam, where are yeah, you? Where as, are, if, as if he doesn't Yeah, I know. can't find you. And then he's like, oh, we're, we were naked. And the Lord said, who told you you were naked? Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, oh, my gosh, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Who did tell him that? Well, the uh, only yeah. other person that spoke in that narrative besides the Lord and Adam and Eve was the serpent. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, man, from the beginning of time, mm-hmm. the devil gets into the mind, mm-hmm. and that's even where the sin came from, it got right, into right. her mind. Of course, he's actually in front of her sharing, or the serpent sharing, mm-hmm. but it is this thought that it tricks your mind mm-hmm. and makes you think what you think you can get, you get his way, and you can do it this way, and it will work that way, and this is best for you, and and then it comes back to bite you. So it was just interesting, because I thought about that, and I thought that, you know, about that uh, in, in a while, but it just popped in my head. And who told you you were naked? Yeah. Right. And I was like, right. oh my gosh, it's perfect. So this is exactly what the enemy does. And and I know we talked about this last week, but obviously it's not that, you know, Peter doesn't jump all over in his book here. So he's staying on the same point for, for very good reason. But man, it just makes me want to be so much more diligent in, in the way that mm-hmm. I 
am thinking about things. I'm capturing thoughts if need be, or Mm -hmm. even questioning where is that coming from versus Mm -hmm. just brushing it off in conversations or arguments or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. and so because of this reason, you know, I, I want it to be something that's spirit led, not flesh led, um, which is where Satan's going to come from. So to close out the service, this was, or the series, I mean, this was a very, uh, very powerful for me because I was just writing notes thinking through this is so applicable in every almost every conversation it could be absolutely um, now the interesting part of it I never thought about this until you said it yesterday but you talked about Satan's career and I just thought for a second I never thought about him having a career like it's done at some yeah. point <laughs> yeah. like I know that but just to think he has until Revelation 20 or the last time he's talked about you know and you're mm-hmm. going oh my gosh that's wild. So in the time, he's going to make the most of his time while he's here, and it's to still kill and destroy. Mm-hmm. And so you're just going, wow, he's really going to go above and beyond in any way he can, He's but he's really going to dig into your mind because mm. he doesn't have a lot of time left. Exactly. He knows it. And so it was just powerful for me to, th- to think through these three things, to be warned, to be ready, and to be thankful, and, and how vital they are for, for believers. So I mm. appreciate you bringing the text out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it, yeah. When you start thinking about the tactic is, you know, Satan can't win. Mm-hmm. But it is to disrupt the testimony mm-hmm. um, so that people would uh, live in a way that would not proclaim Jesus to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, uh, you know, it's when we get in those positions where uh, we find ourselves stumbling, you know, we don't often ask the question, what did everybody else see? Right, right. Yeah, what did I just tell everyone else? Um, not that, not necessarily that, uh, y- yeah, I think that's it. I think it's just, you know, what, again, that ripple effect in that action that I took in that moment where I let this thought take control and I just fired off, whether it's a statement or an emotion or everything, you know, what's every, you find that with your kids, you know, right. when that, what did I just communicate to my children? Um, that they're going to learn from that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's right. a sobering thing in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the ripple effect of us allowing the evil one to lead us in a certain direction, and suddenly we wake up and realize, wait a minute, but we don't. We seldom go back and undo that ripple, mm-hmm. and too many times that's yeah. not even a possibility. Yeah. You can't undo that ripple, and all the more it makes you think. You know, I really need to be one who is truly self-controlled. And when mm-hmm. he says, "Be sober of spirit." Mm-hmm. He's literally, you know, don't lose your mind yeah. in those suffering moments. Don't, don't, don't go nuts here. Stop and think about where you are. Uh, ex, uh, express self-control that's supernaturally given to you in the fruit of the spirit, and then know that you need to be on the alert. Mm-hmm. You know, like, wait a minute, I need to think about what just happened. And if you will, I believe the Holy Spirit will reveal to you, you know, that's the evil one trying to stir the pot here. And you can be the one that stops it before yeah. it gets going. Yeah. And I'm, I was really, you know, uh, spending that, you know, talking about, okay, you're in the Word. You are – this was, this was – I loved this part where you said, you know, sometimes you're in the Word and you're just like, what has this got to do with anything? And then it's six months later, you're like, oh, that's when I needed that. Gotcha. Here okay, we are. Here we are. Um, and you, you think back to Adam and Eve. You know, Satan's attack was to uh, 
communicate the opposite of what God is and who exactly. he is and is deceive Adam and Eve and saying, he, you know, he doesn't have the best interest for you. He's, he's holding you back. Like you said, Michael, how many times, because I, you know, if I'm not in the word mm-hmm. that slips in so easily because I don't have the truth to counter the lie. Mm-hmm. I don't have the truth at the forefront of my mind to go, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. That's, there's something off about that. Mm-hmm. And I need to take a step back. Um, and, and that was always, you know, you, you growing up and, when somebody finally communicated that to me, that it, you don't have to go explore, you, you know, the things that are wrong in this world or, or all these alternative <laughs> views or whatever, you just need to know what the truth is. Mm, and then it's not going to line up and you're going to be, okay, you, you know, this is what I need to avoid because this is not what God has already told me. Mm. You know, there's <clears throat> there's a thought that I'm thinking just, uh, one thing yesterday, but just as we're talking and thinking about the, almost like, the, the trials that come, they're tough. Life itself is tough. I'm mm-hmm. thinking of people at our church who are stay-at-home moms or, or CEOs, and they're just their mental capacity is shot. And to think the devil is just smiling. And mm-hmm. like, what are ways, tangible ways, outside of a Sunday morning, though Sunday mornings are imperative, mm-hmm. that these folks in our congregation can sure up their mind? And of course, he, I know the answer. You, it's getting back to the basics, spending time mm-hmm. in the Word. We talk about this almost every podcast, I'm sure, spending time in the Word and praying. But, man, like my prayers throughout this sermon series, and even as we're thinking about the next one and getting ready for that, they're, they're that people really will understand that this is real, like right. that Satan is prowling, waiting for the moment to pounce when you're at your probably weakest, right. just like Jesus, you mentioned that too, mm-hmm. Um, in the wilderness after 40 days. He's, of course, like he's at the weakest point. And then just so happens that's when uh, the devil decides to come in and have his conversation to bring in doubt once again and Mm -hmm. confusion. And so I just want our people so badly to to know that this is real and and as impossible as it is, you kind of just can't take a day off. No, well, so in the beginning of Jesus' ministry, we find him in the battle with the evil one, and the way he uh, wins that battle mm-hmm. is by correcting mm-hmm. a misquoted scripture, mm-hmm. and his first few words, all three times, is, uh, it is written, mm. it is written, it is written, and then he quotes accurately the scripture, and then at the pinnacle of his ministry career, Jesus is about to go to the cross, he's having his last conversation with his disciples, and then he prays over them, and in John 17, 17, he prays, Heavenly Father, sanctify them in truth, that is, Mm -hmm. sent them apart in a special way for your special use, thy word is Mm -hmm. truth." And so he, he bookends, we have a bookend mm-hmm. of his ministry from the very beginning to the very pinnacle of his ministry saying, listen, it's in the truth mm-hmm. that you will know true freedom and you will walk free mm-hmm. of the evil one's uh, attacks, mm-hmm. if you will. And we have that example. And, mm-hmm. and of course, we've jokingly said before, you know, that's why Bible is in our middle mm-hmm. name and that's what we're about and that's why we... we preach expositionally, and mm-hmm. we, we go through mm-hmm. books of the Bible, not that we don't periodically do topical series, mm-hmm. we certainly do, but that's where the equipping comes. Right. That's where we can be ready, and uh, it, it's, it's just reality. Yeah. Well, I would say, if you're listening in, 
man, we can't stress it enough that you need to be getting into your Bible daily Mm -hmm. for these various reasons that we've communicated today or almost any sermon communicate. I'll also say if if you don't know where to start, you can always come find us and Mm -hmm. we'd love to point you in the right direction. I'll also say, as you know, we have Bible studies and just because summer's coming doesn't mean that they're ending. We have a couple that, that will be going on. And so if you want to dive in deeper and, and you want to know Scripture um, just at a, at a level maybe you, you don't already know or dive into certain mm-hmm. sections, you can come talk to me, Michael, here, uh, or email him, Michael at Coppell Bible, and I'll tell you what classes are going on because this is vital. It's not just, hey, come, and you're going to learn some stuff, and it's going to mm-hmm. be fun. Absolutely. We yeah. hope it's fun, obviously. Um, it helps with learning. But aside from that, we just understand mm-hmm. how important it is to be in the Word. And mm-hmm. so we have great great, great teachers who do yeah. that. And it's the same with life groups. Right. You know, life groups have this community, uh, s- close relationship, but at the same time, getting into the Word together, you mm-hmm. know, um, having those discussions in, in, a, in a comfortable uh, setting where you guys can be really real with each other. And so, and that's another one. Um, if you're not in a life group, we mm-hmm. encourage you to find one. It will help you find one. If you want to start one, mm-hmm. you know, um, th- those are the ways that uh, you, you don't have to be in isolation. You're right, Michael. You mm-hmm. can have these great teachers. Mm-hmm. You can be able to share through these uh, these passages and be able to be honest with each other. So I think that's uh, yeah, a lot I, of opportunities there. I just know you all know this, but we're not. <laughs> it's like we're not saying this because like, oh, we just well, let's form some more life groups. That would be fun. Yeah, the numbers aren't down. We're, it's, yeah, <laughs> we're just no, like not. in the grand no, scheme not. of things, we just understand that this is a ministry and yeah. it is active and it's real and it's needed. For the very reason uh, Barkev preached mm-hmm. yesterday, that the enemy is prowling. Mm-hmm. And so we are trying to get you guys uh, equipped yeah. and educated to be able to defend any prowl. And, and this isn't something that we're theoretically talking about. We're involved in these Absolutely. things. Absolutely. This is Absolutely. Uh, We experience this. So we're not speaking from just up on top saying mm-hmm. you need to do this. We're like, hey, this <laughs> is working for us, too. We love it. Yeah, we're speaking from experience. Yeah. We're on stage talking about some of these things. So Well, just remember... In the jungle, the mighty jungle, jungle. the lion lion is not not sleeping. sleeping. (laughs) He is prowling around. I have to admit, I really enjoyed uh, yesterday when uh, I introduced with that illustration. And and some people in the the, uh, seats just started singing. Yeah, that was really good. (laughs) That was fun. That was a fun one. Yeah. Well, you have a whole generation that grew up on the Lion King. That's right. And boy, they kicked in, too. Oh, man. It was the first movie I ever watched in theaters. And so I was just going back to that moment in 1994, being like, oh, man, I remember that. Wow, you are young. There you go. Yeah, sorry. There you go. Sorry. It wasn't trying to be. I was working the movie theater when that movie came out. You know what? Were you in Dallas? Because I actually watched it here in Dallas. Uh, Louisville. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, that's fun. Well, I appreciate all the work you put into the series, Barketh. Same here. Same here, Michael. Appreciate you. Because this has been so good. And now we're looking forward to this Easter one-off kind of mm-hmm. before we get back into uh, another book of the Bible. And we're not going to tell you which one, but if you're smart, you probably, probably can figure it out. Figure it you out. can figure we it out. We just went through First Peter. <laughs> I, wonder I wonder what the next one, one is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's going to be fun because I think it will be, um, you're going to see the, st- the things we talked about even just mm-hmm. right now, that yeah. you got to know the truth and, and how valuable and beneficial that yeah. is. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be Thank awesome. You. Well, hey, you know what? Thank you guys again. Great series. It's been great to talk about it. Um, For you guys who are listening, hey, don't hang back this Easter. Be a part of the things that are going on up here. Come have some fun with us. Come have some fun. Come have some special time. Good Friday is going to be great. It's something we have not done. It's something new for us, but we're excited about the possibility of offering 
uh, really some reflective, prayerful time mm-hmm. for everybody mm-hmm. to focus on Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Parents, bringing kids, there's going to be things, interactive parts of this that I think are really going to stick in your child's mind. Um, in a positive way. In a positive yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a positive mm-hmm. way. I think there's going to be some some hands-on illustrations for you to be able to use to help you communicate the reality and the truth of his sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And so um, the pastors and staff will be here. We're looking forward to it just to spend the time with you to help you with that, to help uh, kind of explain it, lead you through it if need be. Um, but we just really see that. And then, you, you know, going into Easter morning, we have the Easter egg hunt on Saturday. But if you've never been to a service here at Easter, by the way, I have confirmation that Brent's playing my favorite song at okay. Easter. Okay, so, here we go. Here we go. Uh, he's Get doing ready. it for me, and he's singing the whole thing wow. this year. No, he's not here just doing go. it for me, but I requested it. So um, I'll, be, I'll be, you know, the celebration, the joy that comes with that morning mm. is just amazing. It's infectious. It's awesome. So mm. well, please go ahead. be what, here. What are the times, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Fri- uh, uh, Friday is 5 to 8 p.m. It's open. It's a come and go. You don't have to. It's not a formal service, but when you have the time and you're able to come, we invite you there. Uh, uh, Saturday is 11 to 1. If the weather or the conditions are bad outside, what we'll do is we'll, at 11 o'clock, start having Easter egg hunts in the worship center. Um, (laughs) But it looks like the weather is going to be pretty good. And then Sunday, we have identical services, 9 and 1045. Um, and uh, we want to see the parking lot explode. Yeah, we morning. hope to see you. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, we have our cross out there on the lawn that uh, right now we have the purple draped over it until Good Friday, mm-hmm. um, which then we will transition to the black uh, fabric. And then on Easter morning, we're going to have that thing full of flowers. It's going to explode in flowers and life, <laughs> and we want you to come and take your picture in front of it. It's it's really cool. I love that tradition, and it was something new to me when I got here, so I love it. It's awesome. So. All right. Well, we will catch you after Easter. Have a great week, and uh, we hope that it's a, a just an impactful one, powerful one for you. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Thank you for joining us for the Second Course Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the discussion. If you'd like more information about Coppell Bible Fellowship, you can check us out at coppellbible.org or email us at info at coppellbible.org. However, the best way to get to know our church is to join us on Sunday at 9 or 1045 a.m. We would love to see you.